Alrighty, what is up everyone? Welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And as always, I'm Johnny. I think I'm still Randy. And ladies and gentlemen, we cannot do an episode on Friday the 13th without it being a Friday the 13th film. <clears throat> we, I, we had talked about doing Alfred Hitchcock since August is Alfred Hitchcock's birthday. Actually, it's this Friday the 13th. Surprise, surprise. Yes. But... All fails in the comparison on Friday the 13th. Right. Then Jason. So, you'll actually be getting another episode this week. But right now, we're focused on Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. And Randy actually picked this one out. He has never seen it before. Never seen it. And our next episode, which will come out the same day, is Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds. The Birds. So, we got to celebrate his birthday. I just thought that was yeah. cool how it kind of fell on Friday yeah. the 13th and... But the only other um, Kane Hodder film he has seen as far as Kane playing Jason was Jason Goes to Hell. And I picked that one on the last Friday the 13th because I thought that was the worst of the series. Yeah. And this time I was like, okay, Randy, pick one. And you picked Jason Takes Manhattan. And it just happens to have my favorite Jason in it as well. Ken Kersinger. Yep. So, number one, I've got to say that this is my favorite look. Of Jason. <clears throat> yeah. Out of the entire films, I think this look right here was the creepiest and most, excuse my language, badass Jason look. The, the mask, everything. The mask was definitely on point for me, but I think kind of what... The whole outfit, the yeah. whole getup was cool because they had it like wet the entire time. Right. But what, what you kind of pointed out and what I really liked was the darkness of the eyes. Yes. Never seen his eyes. I love that. Yeah. So, that being said... I got to ask you, now that you've seen another film where Kane Hodder played Jason, what's your opinion? I like this one a whole lot better. Right on. I was hoping to hear you say that. But he's no Ken Kersinger. <laughs> you just got so much I, hate just, on you, man. I'm just, I mean, what's, I your, twi- what's, your, what's your Twitter? No, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no. it. It's not that I don't think Kane's a go. It's just me and you were talking about this. Yes. There's two different types of Jason's. That you could like. Mm-hmm. The methodical, the monster Jason. Mm-hmm. For me, the only thing that I didn't the only thing that I didn't care for with Kane Hodder is everything that you liked. The heavy breathing. Love it. The quick movements. Love it. It made Jason seem too human. I love it, man. Where Ken Kissinger's just like, don't make me no. He's just standing there. He ain't gotta do nothing. He's just he's ninety feet tall. <laughs> And it's the to me, I like the slow breathing because it's like, it means he's always calm. Right. And that's what I like of the methodical, you know. See, and I loved Jason's breathing in this film. The yeah. I love that. But, and see, and that's the thing is, um, I told you my favorite Jason is C.J. Graham. He mm-hmm. was in part six. That's like when Jason officially becomes a zombie. It's mm-hmm. so when he gets brought back to life. I just like the stature of C.J. Graham and... The, uh, I don't know. It was just his presence on the screen. No. I like. But you go back to Richard Brooker, who was uh, Jason <clears throat> in Friday the 13th Part 3 in 3D. He was the one the first Jason to put the hockey mask on. Mm-hmm. In that movie, he was just a regular guy. He ran and stuff like that. So, so I hadn't seen that one. So that's what I'm saying. There's so many different Jasons to go by. But yes, Kane Hodder, the, hey, he whips his head mm-hmm. real quick. I said it reminds me just like of a snake or something, you know. No. 
But Kane Hodder's Jason is a beast. Oh, He's yeah. got one thing on his mind to kill. And, like, even when they're on the subway, uh, you know, or, yeah, down in the subway on the train, he's moving people out of his way. He ain't mm-hmm. trying to kill them. He's got his eyes focused on these two people. Yeah, and when I say King Kissinger has what I like the stature of, I'm not talking – Kane Hodder is a monster of a dude. Right, right. You know, he's just a little bit taller than us, I think. He's probably, like, 6'1", yeah. maybe 6 foot. But dude is stout. Right. And dude's, dude's cut. What I like the most about King Kissinger is he has a stature, the, right. the stature for it. You know, he's still a big dude. He's not muscled up and buff. You know, like kind of like what you King said Hunter. about Tyler Maine, yeah, being Michael Myers. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's that imposing figure, right? You know, and that's what you know we were talking about uh, earlier about the eyes. One, this Jason mask is so much more creepier because it's got the the blacked out eyes. Yep. And I like that that you don't see his eyes because you're like, what lies behind the mask? Yeah. Where on Freddy versus Jason, they specifically picked that subject to go on was his eyes yeah. to kind of give sympathy because, like you said, you had to pick a side, Freddy or Jason. Right. And if you actually you know watch the film, they make Jason kind of to be the good guy. Yeah, they really do. You know, and some people like that, some people didn't. I didn't like that they showed the eyes through the whole thing. Well, I didn't like that they didn't do makeup on one of the shots. Right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but Ken Kersinger's Jason, that's another thing is like, I mean, you talk about, he reminds me of Frankenstein. Yeah. And it's just like, he's calm, cool, collective, and he's not in no rush for anybody. Right. Where Kane Hodder is like, mm-hmm. boom, I'm coming at you. Yep. And we have to watch the 2009 uh, reboot of Friday the 13th with Derek Mears. Because okay. he never gets talked about, I, I feel, he doesn't get the respect that the Jason he played. Because they did the same thing with him. They blacked out his mask. Mm-hmm. And I thought Derek Mears played a hell of a Jason, too. So we have to review that one. Or just sit down and watch it. I don't right, care if you review right. it or not. But anyway, um, like I said, this episode is Jason goes to he- or Jason takes Manhattan. Please don't make me do that one right. again. And then, um, then we're going to release The Birds. Because we have to release it on his birthday. I'm sorry. But, uh, Randy, you want to hit us with a summary? Uh, Yes. Uh, A boat full of graduating high school students headed to Manhattan accidentally pulled Jason Voorhees along for the ride. (laughs) Dum-dum-dum. You want me to read this uh, two-book one here? No, I'm good with that. Three-chapter, 90,000-word... Review here? No. no. No, I'm not going to read that one. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. Yeah. So, Friday 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, come out in 1989. Of course, it's a horror slasher film. And it was written and directed by Rob Heaton. I'm going to say his last name. Heaton? Heaton? That's what I'm going to say. Hedden. You say Hedden? I don't know. I think it's Heaton. Heaton, Hedden, something. Yeah. But anyway, and it's starring, of course, Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees. <clears throat> Let's see. We got Jensen Daggett as Rini. Is that her name? Yeah, Rini. I ain't never heard that. Like the way they said it in the movie. Like in the so, movie? Hmm. Yeah. I ain't never heard nobody named Rini. Uh, we got Peter Mark Richmond as Charles. We got Scott Reeves as Sean Robertson. And my personal favorite... Vincent Craig Dupree as Julius. Julius. Yeah, I thought he was pretty cool. 
uh, Martin Cummins as Wayne, and I'm gonna say uh, Kelly Hugh, Kelly Hugh as Eva, and Charlene Martin as that is Tamara. Yep. And <clears throat> no. I'm gonna say that's pretty much about the main cast, don't you think? Oh yeah, I think so. All the important ones that died anyway. Right. Why does Kane Hodder look so much like DDP? He doesn't to me, but you're crazy. Mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if y'all hear the dogs barking too. That they going nuts out there. Yeah, they don't like it at the new house. <laughs> There's too many dogs around here. No, they just don't like it out there. I guess I don't know. It, it's because it's a chain link fence mm -hmm. instead of the privacy fence, so they oh. can see through it. Yeah. So if a squirrel runs across the street, they go nuts. <laughs> so anyway, before we get into the film, is there any more comments you want to make before we start or what? I tell you, you got something on your mind, man. I do. And and I'll go ahead and say it because it'll be closer to the end before, or it will be the end before we ever get to it. The one thing, okay, you pinpointed it when we started watching it. Some of the acting, you know, yeah, was off. The thing that I did not like the most about the entire movie happened at the end. Uh, I know what you're going to say. They took his mask off. I knew he was going to say that. They took his mask off. Why did they take his mask off? See, once again, see, and this is why I'm so excited that we're reviewing this, because that's what I loved about it. No. He, no, because, okay, the makeup job wasn't the greatest. It, no, it I wasn't. Loved it. No, no, dude, I love that no, freak. What is wrong with you, no. dude? Oh my gosh! It didn't. Like it looked like they were. It was trying to be cheesy. No. Yes. It was melting. No. Oh, you no. no. When they when he first took it off, no, it, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. I I didn't like it. I didn't. See, that used to trip me out when I watched it when I was younger. But I go, I remember going to Family Video and renting the VHS. And when he starts screaming when he takes that mask off, dude, it was hard for me to watch. And he was bouncing off them walls. That that made it for me. I loved when the mask come off. See, I, I didn't like it because it took the mystique away. Well, dude, that's, it happens almost on every Friday the 13th. Okay, but on every other Friday the 13th, the makeup was a whole lot better than that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. man. I loved it. No, dude. It was so bad. Like, it was two different colors. So the back of his head was one color and his face was one He's color. He's dead. <laughs> it don't matter. How many, <laughs> how, how many dead people you know, like, different color heads? I don't know. If their face is one color. I, I'm glad you said you don't know, because if you'd have given me an answer, I'd have been a little afraid that you had seen dead people's heads. Man, I love that part of the movie. Oh, dude, it, uh, I just didn't like it. Did not like it at all. It just seemed too cheesy to me. Well. All right, so let's get into this film. Something about Kane Hodder being in cheesy uh, Friday the 13th movies, man. What is that? Now, Jason Goes <laughs> to Hell was terrible. I don't that. That was so bad. Wait till you watch Jason X. <laughs> oh, my God. Jason X is a lot better than Jason Goes to Hell. Is that Kane Hodder? Oh, yeah. I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with it. I mean, because I did, I did like this Kane Hodder's Jason better than Jason Goes to Hell. But in all fairness, he was in it for maybe, what, five minutes in Jason Goes to Hell? Yeah, yeah. And they made him, they literally, like, made him look ridiculous in it. Yeah. Remember, he gets shot, he's like, ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh. Yeah, yeah, that just, 
I'm like, that's not Jason. At least on this one, when he got shot, he didn't make all the noises. Right. So. Took them bullets like a champ. So the opening scene is, of course, the credits are rolling and we see New York City. And we even see the Twin Towers in there, man. Da, da. And it shows Times Square and then it shows guys getting robbed in the alleyway. People shooting up. Yeah, I'm like, man, they really captured uh, New York City. You know what I'm saying? I wonder what people in New York watch this film was like. If that's true or is that just an everyday thing for them or what? Oh, I guarantee it's probably like, yeah. Matter of fact, some of them are probably like, that's my cousin. <laughs> yeah. So after it, the credits are rolling and it, it cuts off, it goes to a little boat in a little lake. Mm -hmm. And it's at Camp Crystal Lake, or if you want to call it Camp Blood. That's what they call it in different ones. Right. And we meet a couple. Their names is Jimmy and Susie. And, of course, they're in there making out and they're graduating. We find out you can you listen to the radio or they're listening to the radio, and you hear that this is their class graduating this year. and Yeah, she even makes a comment listening to the radio. She said, that's us. Yeah. Yeah. They're making out, and they start to get into bed, and all of a sudden, Jimmy starts telling Susie about Jason, mm -hmm. about, you know, not feeling comfortable being right here or right around Camp Crystal Lake because he, he says the story about Jason. And right off the bat, when he starts telling the story, because Susie's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? She didn't know anything about it. And he's like, yeah, he, the legend has it. He's underneath this lake, you know, or he's in, in the water. Right. Well, he starts telling the story, of course, the background about little Jason wasn't being watched and he drowned. That's not, when it shows the flashback, that's not Jason. Yeah. There's just a kid with dark black hair drowning. Yeah. I never did like that. Yeah. I'm like, no, he he was supposed to be deformed, ball-headed, all that stuff. Well, see, even in, um, what was it, the first or the second one, where they really showed him drowning, it was a deformed kid. Right. Well, when he pops up at the end of the first one, he's yeah. deformed. Yeah, but like I, I was telling you, through the whole movie, every time they would show an image of that kid, he would, because you had mentioned something about he didn't have no makeup on the first one. Right. And I thought, okay, so he's just not going to have any makeup on. They're just going to do his face. But then the next shot, he was a little deformed. Right. And then the more they showed him, the more deformed he got. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling you, and I was like, that's a giant movie mistake if that wasn't planned. Yeah. Because it was like, once he's deformed, once he's not, you know. Right, right. It's the whole collar thing on the... Oh, I know what you did last summer, remember? Oh, collars up, yeah. collars down. Collar, collar, up, collar, <laughs> collar down. So he, he's telling Susie this, and he's just get, all he's doing is getting her scared. And he tells her, well, I got to go drop the anchor. Mm -hmm. So he goes out and he drops the anchor. Well, as you see the anchor hit, he goes back to her. And that's when he starts telling the full story. Yeah. Well, we see the anchor dragging and all of a sudden it hits an underwater cable. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, the anchor hits it. And we see Jason's body and all the wood is on top of him from the end of part seven, mm -hmm. which you have not seen. And you got to watch that one too. I have not seen it. And... All of a sudden, boom. It starts electrocuting Jason. You can see the sparks coming out of the water and brings Jason back to life. Something about Jason and electricity, man. Right. Just always brings him back. And I did, I ain't gonna lie, I did, I did actually like how they brought him back. Yeah, I did I, like that. I thought that was kind of cool. And it kind of paid homage to Jason Lives. Right. Yeah. And, it, you know, and I don't care what anybody says, all that stuff always goes back to 
Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. It's a lie. It's you know, a lie. It's always going to go back to that. You know what I'm saying? And it's always lightning. Yes. I mean, I mean you, can't, you can't not put those two together. Right. And I love the shot of the boat while the sparks are going under the water because you can hear it going, choo, yeah. choo, choo. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, and you see the flashes underneath yes. it. That, uh, that's really cool. I the only that, thing I didn't get was it was starting to be smoke. Did you see that? I guess not. Right at the front of the boat, like you could see the flashes and then smoke started coming up. Oh, really? I was like, there can't be smoke without fire and you can't have fire underwater. Oh, well, see what you didn't catch on there. That was just like the mist, you know what I'm saying? No, that was smoke. <laughs> that was straight that smoke. That was smog. Smog. <laughs> no smog. But anyway. Uh, Smog's the name of the dragon on Lord of the Rings. But, or on, uh, who cares about that? The Hobbit. Mm. You said it though. Anyway, your favorite movie of all time? Uh, hmm. Yeah. Nah. Not watching that crap. Hey, <laughs> we'll cut this podcast short. Quick. No, I'm playing. Well, and I, I'm sure if everybody keeps hearing you talk about hobbits, they're going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of hearing about hobbits. Oh, my God. What's your, what's your affection of short people? I don't know. They run in my family. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is that why I always smell cabbage? Always. Small <laughs> hands. <laughs> That's from Austin Pyre, so please don't nobody get offended by that. <laughs> They're saying uh, small people smell like cabbage. Connies. Yeah. Small hands. Circus folk. Small hands smell like cabbage. Oh, man. Such, That's a, a, such a good movie. Yes, it is. But now back to this movie. <laughs> so, Jason uh, is brought back to life from being electrocuted. And I can't remember why does she tell Jimmy to go... She tells Jimmy to go, uh, to go check on something. Oh, he, she heard a noise. Is that what it was? Yeah. She heard, I know Jason's already getting on board. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy goes to check and see what's going on. Well, she starts hearing some rumbling, and she gets up. She's like, Jimmy? She puts her shirt on, and she starts walking toward the entrance to the boat. And out of nowhere, we see somebody pop in. He's got the hockey mask, and he stabs her. And her reaction kills her. She threw that head back like she done got it. Mm, she thought she was dead. Yeah. And then you see him pull the knife out. It's just a retractable knife, like a Halloween knife. And he takes his mask off, the Jason mask, and he's like, I got you, Susie. He's just yeah. playing with her. Well, he sets the mask down, and they get back in bed, start doing their thing. And now here comes Jason. And Jason puts the hockey mask on, and he grabs a harpoon gun. Is that, is that what you said? Well, it was some kind of like harpoon-type gun, yeah. I mean, that's what it looked like. But he grabs it, and as they're over there messing around, he's on top of Susie. She looks up and she sees Jason in the background and she screams his name. Well, as um, Jimmy turns around, Jason shoots and the arrow goes right toward her head, but misses her probably about a good three, four inches. Maybe. She bolts it out the window, dude. She, she takes gone. off. She didn't wait. No, Jimmy is just sitting there in bed. He's just like, oh, oh, Yeah. Oh. And that was Jason's one shot. So Jason walks up and takes the end of it and just shoves it in Jimmy's guts. And... You know, I, and now of course I, I I knew it watching it tonight, but when he pulled it out, I remember when I was little, all that blood's over the cords and everything. It I thought like it was his intestines. Yeah, I always I, thought that was his intestines. I thought it was too at first, and I got to looking, I was like, no, that's cords. But so he kills Jimmy, and now the slow mystique of Jason, he's creeping on the boat, and I love that every step he takes, you can hear it like, don't, yeah, don't. And uh, Susie goes and gets in this like little cubby hole. Storage unit. Yeah. I never got that. I'm like, I mean, which I know, guys, we're getting in depth in this movie, but I would have dove off that boat and oh, took, yeah, off. I took off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I don't know. I say I would. Jason lives under the water. I don't know if I get in the water. Mm. I don't care. Mm. They, you can see the land right there. Yeah, I know, but... Mm. But anyway, so... As it shows him creeping about and he's trying to find her, it shows Susie. And she's, like I said, she's in this little storage unit and bunker, whatever you want to call it. I think it was the cooler. Are you sure? Yeah, boats like that have, like, uh, deck coolers. Is that what that was? I, I, I don't know. It might have been just a storage space. Well, he's walking, and he finally, all of a sudden, I love the shot, how it opens real slow. Mm-hmm. And she starts flipping out, and Jason sees him. So you're seeing it from her view. Yeah. And he, and I I don't know why this death scene just sticks out to him, but I love because he doesn't get in a rush. Yeah, he's just slow with it. Yeah, he pulls that arrow out, and it's like he's just teasing her. He spins it around, gets mm-hmm. it all perfect, ready. And she ain't got nowhere to go. And she, but, I mean, I would have tried to at least put up a fight or something. Yeah, I'd kick him something. But he slowly just starts coming down to her with it, and she's flipping out, and then, boom, he jams it right in her chest. Yep. And now she's dead, and he just takes the door and closes the door back. But I don't know that little mystique of him just. I'm gonna take my time on this. I like that. Yeah. But I guess he just jumped back in the water. Because <laughs> the next time we see him, he's in the water getting on the other boat. Right. Which that cuts to now. We see a boat, and the name of it is Lazarus. I think that's kind of weird. What Lazarus rose from the dead. Jason rising from the that's dead. That's probably what. I yeah. bet that's why they did it. Biblical references. I love it. Well, and we see, now we're getting introduced to the main character. Her name is Rennie mm-hmm. and Colleen. And Colleen apparently is Rennie's teacher. That's the way I took it. She was I like, you're my, you've are my. you been the best student. Yeah. You know, and she gives her a pen. And she says this pen, did she say Stephen King used it in high school? Mm, I must have missed that part. I think she said Stephen King. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what she said. But she gave her a pen, and she was like, and I think you're the only one that would be worthy to use it. Yeah. But anyway, she gave her a pen, and I'm pretty sure that's what she said. If, we're, if I'm wrong, y'all tweet us and let me know. Yeah, tweet, us, tweet us and let us know uh, whether or not Stephen King got some shout-outs in this movie. Yeah. And now we get introduced to her douchebag uncle. And his name is Charles, and as Colleen is walking up to Charles... You know, he's just like, where's everybody at? He's looking for all the students. And she says, well, she says, I'm sure, because uh, he, he says Jimmy and Susie still ain't there. And she says, yeah, and I, I bet they've got more interesting things to do, like checking each other out. And, you know, and he was like, that's inappropriate. But. Yeah, they were definitely getting it on. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's funny because she's like, well, somebody else is here. And then here comes. uh I, I, I'm sorry, I hate Rennie. her name. I know, I'm saying I hate her name. Oh. Rennie walks up with her dog. And you can tell there's a connection between her and Charles, but you don't know exactly what it is yet. Yeah. And he's like, what is she doing here? And Colleen's like, she wanted to come. You know, she, she's got to get out. She's got to have a life. And then finally he says, well, I'm her only... Um, I'm her legal guardian. Yeah. Yeah. And so we do know that there's some tension between there because... Even uh, Rini's like, she's scared, but she can't remember exactly what's going on. Right. So she's got a fear, but we don't know what that fear is just yet. Well, now we get introduced to Sean Robertson and his dad, we find out, is the captain or the admiral, whatever you want to call him. And you can tell that already there's tension between there because 
uh, Sean's dad's like, uh, uh, son, I'm going to let you take over. Yeah. And tells him, you know, hey, go ahead and give the first command. And he's like, uh, I think we should, I don't even remember what he says now. A 180. Raise the anchors and. Uh, uh, 180 something. Yeah. And the Admiral's like, really? That's it? And then he's like. Yeah. He goes over there and he's like, you blow the horn, then you call this. And he's trying to tell him what to do. And you can just tell he was so disappointed that his mm-hmm. son didn't know what to do. And Sean, instead of doing it, just turns around and walks out. So, that's when we see, all of a sudden, boom, Jason pops up out of the water. And I, I thought that was kind of cool how, as much as I, I, I prefer Jason to be a methodical, mystical yeah. aspect, when he jumped out of that water and he just grabbed onto it and started looking around, yeah, like a prowler or something like that, uh-huh. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Well, we get introduced, to, and they never say his name, they just call him the deckhand. Yeah. Like, and, of course, there's always a creepy guy in the Friday the 13th movies. He's walking up to Sean, and he goes, this vessel is doomed. (laughs) There's always one of those naysayers, man. Which is a callback to the first two, because there was always the town loony, and he was always like, you're going to be doomed, you know, and all that. (laughs) Which I I laugh, because so many people, it's conspiracy theory, say that he was Jason's daddy. (laughs) The town loon. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. What if he was? And Jason killed him. I don't know. You got daddy issues. I was going to say, it gives a whole new meaning to daddy issues. So, uh, Rini and Sean, they see each other, and now you can obviously tell that there's kind of uh, feelings between them. Yep. And Sean's like, hey, I, I got to give you something. He goes, I bought you something. She goes, well, I didn't give you any- get you anything. And he gives her a statue, a Liberty necklace. Mm-hmm. And he puts it on for her, you know, and just telling her that he's really happy that she's there and that they need to catch up. And then we get introduced to J.J. and Wayne. All we see is uh, Wayne recording this heavy metal chick, 80s style, of course. Oh, Got the big sure. old hair. Had that big 80s rocker hair going. She's And I didn't realize it was the amp, like you said, but she's playing guitar. Yeah. And she's got music playing in the background. And you just thought she was walking around with music and playing to the music. Yeah, I thought she just had a boom box and she was just like air guitar in it, you know, with a real guitar but not playing it. But she's... uh wanting Wayne to film like a music video mm-hmm. and she's like hey I heard there's a killer spot in this boat and I don't even know what it would be called do you um I don't know the right word for it but it's it's almost it's like, at the bow of the boat so. yeah I keep wanting to say broiler room it's not a broiler room right but you know I mean it's where the engine is and all that kind right. of stuff and she tells him, she's like, uh, we could get some killer shots in there because apparently he's recording her doing a music video. Yeah. And Wayne's like, yeah, but I, uh, I got some other things I want to look at right now. She's like, don't tell me it's tomorrow. And he just kind of looks at her and she goes, come on, dude. You know. He's got a crush. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, cuts to cuts from that to now Charles is talking to his, that's his niece, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's talking to her about the fear and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, they keep saying the weather's supposed to be bad. I think you need to get off the boat. Mm-hmm. And she, and that's, that's, this is when she actually says something about, I have to face my fear. Even though I don't know what it is, I have to face my fear. Right. And like I said, that still leaves you in the dark with, okay, what is she fearing? Is it water? Is it boats? Is it all in general? I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know yet what happened. And we don't yet know yet what happened to her parents either. Right. 
So then after that little fiasco, it cuts to JJ and she's down in the depths of the boat. That's all I'm going to say. I, that's what I can call the it. Depths of the ship. And she looks, she goes, Wayne, you're such a douche or something like that. Cause he's not down there, but she starts, she rocking uh, start rocking it out, man. She's head banging, getting it with it with that guitar. And we see Jason coming down the steps mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she sees him. She books it. She hauls tail. This is going to be what the uh, third death scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I really like this death scene. I thought it was pretty sick. She's running down the steps. She's taking off. She's screaming, hollering. And that's what I like, though, is because all she did was see Jason. Yeah. And she done knew, okay, I'm out. She didn't sit there and go, uh, who are you? Uh, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. Well, she takes off running, and then as she turns this corner, I love the shot because, like, she gets right in front of the camera. She spins around, looks at the camera, and screams. Jason's got that freaking, what, what do, do they the call guitar. that? Yeah, I know, but do they call it, like, an axe when the guitar looks like that? How, oh, what? no, that's a, that's a, um... Fine V. Okay, there you go, yeah. yeah. Like Randy Rhodes, he's used to Yeah. He swings that thing, and he hits the camera, and I like that because the screen shakes, but then you see blood splatter. Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty cool scene. So I, I, I've always liked that I think scene. it might have been my favorite out of most of them. Oh, really? I don't know that hot rock. Oh, yeah. Whew, that yeah. one was rough. So now we go to Rini, and she's in her room and mm-hmm. she's just changing clothes and she starts hearing Jason saying, help me. Yeah. And she kind of looks around when she looks out the window and all of a sudden we see Jason drowning and he's like hitting the glass. It's, it's the younger version again. Right. Did he have any makeup this time or did he still? Yeah. Okay. One, his, one of his eyes was just a little bit off the left eye. Yep. Yep. So like I said, that's the thing. And he, I think you even pointed it out. You're like, well, why is she seeing little Jason? Right. You know, so, well, and I didn't know because they don't give me any backstory at all about why she's, you know, the way she is or the feelings that she has. Right. So I thought maybe it might have been like a little brother drowned that she couldn't save or something like that. Right. So now it cuts to we see two guys boxing. Mm-hmm. And there's two girls up on the roof watching them through this glass ceiling. Yeah. And it's we get introduced. Her, one of them is named Eva and the other one's Tamara. And they're watching Julius box. Yeah. And they're just talking about how he's the buff. Yeah, he's he, look how ripped he is and uh, how he's the sexiest one on the boat. And then tomorrow even makes a remark. She's like, if I was going to give it up to anybody, it'd be him, mm-hmm. you know. But they're watching him box. And Julius it looks pretty good, I mean, as far as boxing, the skills yeah. and stuff. And all that was doing was just introducing them three characters. Yeah. Well, then, after Julius knocks his buddy out, I guess, and knocks him out on his butt. Uh, Eva and Tamara, they turn around and they have this glass and I can't remember what Tamara says. She says something along the lines of like, let the party begin or yeah, something. something like that. They freaking got coke. Cocaine. What are these college kids, these high school kids getting cocaine? That's the rich man's drug. I don't know, but Tamara's all for it and, he, and Eva's like, uh, I don't think so. No, she didn't want no part of it. She didn't want to lose her science scholarship. Right. And actually, uh, right before all that happened, when uh, we'll go back to Rini, when she sees Jason in the window, the dog takes off. So apparently the dog saw it too. Yeah. So right before Eva and tomorrow are about to snort this cocaine, here comes Rini. She look and she walks by. She catches him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh hey!" Like they're they're off guard. And she says, "Have y'all seen a dog come by here?" And they say no, and they even offer. They're like, "You want to you want to hit?" 
Well, they just said, you want a bump? <laughs> you want a bump, G? And uh, she's like, no thanks. She just walks off, and tomorrow's like, let's hope she don't uh, rat us out. Uh-huh. You know? And Eva didn't want to do it because she's got scholarships mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, anyway, as Rennie walks off, Jason comes out of the room, and he, and he kind of watches her. Well, then it starts panning toward the girls, and you think it's Jason walking over there, but yeah. it's actually... The is he? I guess he was the principal, wasn't he? Charles. I think he says he's the teacher. Oh, is he? I think he just says teacher. He's probably like a chaperone. Yeah, and I and I'm gonna call him Charles because I cannot remember how they say his last McCullough? name. McCullough. I think it's Charles McCullough. I don't know. I'm just gonna say Charles though. This Charles catches the girls doing drugs. They drop it. They drop the glass, and he's like, "What are y'all doing? Nothing." You know, they're like all flipping out, and it's funny because. He's like, are y'all, how'd he say it? Are y'all, he said, are y'all doing drugs? Yeah. <laughs> and Eva's like, so bad. you really think I would do drugs? Yeah. And he, and you know, it's funny because he like completely dismissed her and then mm-hmm. looked at tomorrow and was like, uh, if you ain't got that biology <laughs> test yeah. done, I'm going to come by here. What do you say? Come by in a little bit and check on you. Uh-huh. If that biology test ain't done and all this, I'm like, we'll call your parents. She's like, my parents are out of town. He's like, well, you won't be able to go on shore right. and enjoy the sights. But, like, he was not hiding that. He had a grudge against her, no, man. No, he wouldn't. So, <laughs> anyway, so now they think that um, uh, Rini, they think that she ratted them out. Yeah. So they're like, we're going we're gonna to get her back. And uh, that's all it says. Then it cuts to... We never got the guy's name, but Julius, the uh, the guy that got knocked out by Julius, he's in a sauna, mm-hmm. and he's got uh, he's got all the hot rocks going, and he's got a towel over from his waist down. Then he's got a towel over his face. You know, he's just letting his muscles relax mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. And sure enough, Jason walks in, and you know he don't even take the towel off. He just looks and he thinks it's Julius right. coming in. And he's he's like, talking to him like it was just. Like, he just knew he was coming. Yeah, he was like, hey, Julius, man. He said, good fight. He goes, I guess I'm going to have to get a little bit more practice. You know, he just mm-hmm. made conversation. Well, as Jason's walking toward him, Jason looks over, and he sees all the hot rocks. And Jason grabs one, and I love that when he, when he grabs Sizzles. it. Yeah, you can see it sizzling yeah. in his hand. He grabs that, walks over to him, and now that boxer, he's kind of getting the, the hint that, wait a minute, this ain't Julius because he's not – really say anything so right. he's like he's like uh julius he freaking slams this hot rock i, I guess it's like in his chest ain't it? yeah he, he basically he put that rock in his stomach golly yeah it was yeah really. it even cut and i love because once it touched the flesh you see the flame come yeah. up i like that yeah like jason wasn't man jason was vicious in this mm-hmm. you know carrying that machetes around is one thing but when you start using whatever you got available right and that's what i like and that's why I think I like this film. Even though I know, like I said, this film has very bad reviews. It wasn't the same Friday 13th film that you saw in the other seven. There ain't no way this one got worse reviews than Jason Goes to Hell. I think it did. No, it's impossible. I know it didn't make as much money either. Then there were stoners doing the reviews. <laughs> because there's absolutely no way. This one was ten times better than Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, let me see where I'm at. Okay. So, there's the boxer. He He's dead now, and Jason walks off. Well, now Tamara and Eva, they, they're walking 
on the deck and they see Rini talking to her. I'm going to say that's her teacher, the one that she, you know, that brought her to yeah. the boat. Yeah. And Tamara just walks up and knocks her right off, right off the boat. She falls into the water and she's like, I can't swim. And she falls in and you can tell it really bothered Eva. Yeah. When Tamara did that. She didn't want no part of it. No, she didn't. And they threw a, they threw a, a lifesaver out there for her. And then I think it was uh, Sean, he even dove out and got her, didn't he? I f yeah, I think that's who it was. So, anyway, they get her back on there, and Tamara says she's got things to do, so she takes off to go through her, her room. And while um, Rini is in the water, she gets drugged down by Jason. Yep. This is where now his face is a little bit more deformed. Mm -hmm. So, she's actually seeing little Jason again. So, and I did. I, what did you think about that? Did you like that? Like he was normal at first, and then it just kept deteriorating, or what? I, I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't like it because <clears throat> every other movie that I've seen with Jason, he's always portrayed as a deformed child. Right. So I didn't like that they showed him first just as a regular kid. Right. Like that's not Jason. Yeah. The whole reason Jason was teased in the beginning was because he looked different. Right. And they pushed him off in the water and watched him drown. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I didn't like that. And another thing I didn't like is I didn't like the lack of backstory with her. Like, I didn't like that you had to wait so long to get the backstory on why she was seeing Jason. Right. And, I mean, the only only reason you would know it was Jason is because you know the backstory of the movie. Right. That Jason drowned and, you know, as a kid and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't know none of that... You'd have no idea. Right. This was a little brother that she couldn't save. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, drown or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, did, I, I did. didn't care. I didn't care for that. I didn't care for the lack of backstory for sure. Well, now we see her uncle Charles. He goes up to tomorrow's room, mm -hmm. and he's he's like, "Hey," and he goes, "I hope you got your biology project ready." And he walks in, and she's got two things of champagne, and she's got a robe on. She, and she, he's like, he's like, where'd you get that champagne at? And you know, she kind of blows that off while she takes the robe off. And he's like, what are you doing? She's ready for something. Oh yeah, and she's got like a heart painted on her body. She's got intestines. She's a little hoe. Oh, she was seducing him. Well, hold on, you think that? But oh yeah, 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 you think that? So she walks over to him, and at first he don't resist her. She's like, you know, she's like, I want to make sure I got all my parts labeled right. All right. And she starts making out with them, and they fall back on the bed. Well, as they're making out, well, then Wayne, the one that does like her, he's recording with his camera. Now, granted, Charles did get up and shoved her off, and he's like, you, yeah. I'm your teacher. What are you thinking? And this and that. So he actually was going to do the right thing, I feel yeah. like. But I mean, he got his little jollies off for a minute. Oh, yeah. He got, he got a little smoochy smooch. And then all of a sudden, Wayne's at the door, and he's like, what are you doing with that? And Wayne takes that camera out, or the tape out. And throws it to Tamara. She grabs it. She puts it in her, yeah. in her robe. And he's like, "Give me that tape." She goes, "Come get it," <laughs> you know. So they're all they're doing is blackmailing them. Yep. So, like I said, you think she's a little whole nanny, which she probably is anyway. But she, oh yeah, her apparently her and Wayne had something going on. Yeah, they were trying to. Well, it even goes back to when uh, what was her name? JJ. Yeah. At the very beginning, or when they were on the boat for the first time, JJ had said she's just using you. Yeah, yeah. And that's what she did over there. Um, and what else was... Oh, and it's funny because uh, Wayne finally tells her. He picks up one of the champagne glasses. like He's trying to be like suave, debonair, you know. And he takes a small sip and he's like, I just want you to know I've always had a, 
major crush on you. And she and she's tying her hair up, and she's just kind of like forcing him out the door. She's talking to him. She's yeah. like, "We can talk later." And she shuts it, and she you see she rolls her eyes like mm. she don't care. <clears throat> well, she goes and gets in the shower, gets done showering, and Jason. We see as Wayne goes down the hallway, we see Jason come out of the room, yeah. and of course he does a little head whip real quick. I like checking the hallway. Well, he starts to go in her room, and she can hear somebody. So she opens the uh, bathroom door, and it's such a creepy shot because the camera is filming from her point of view as the door is opening. You can see in the crack that Jason sticks his head in. Yeah, and just kind of looking around. Yeah, and like when you said, I was like, nope, they're out there. I'd have been like, I'm done. No, I'd, I'd have found a way out of that bathroom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nope. So she shuts the door, and she puts her head to the door to listen to see if he leaves. And out of nowhere, boom, the classic, he busts through the door, he grabs her robe off of her, or his tail, her tail, I think, and he shoves her into the mirror, and dude, she freaking cracked that mirror up. Yeah, she did, but you know that hurt. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you know that hurt. Well, she falls down, she's crying, she's got blood coming out of her head, and she crawls over to get a towel. Jason busts in the door and gets the biggest piece of glass he can. Walks over to her, and he did, once again, he does that slow, methodical, mm -hmm. you know, I'm gonna enjoy this. Raises it up, and as soon as it cuts, as soon as he goes down to stab her, it shows the horn go burn. Mm -hmm. I like that. I did. I did like that. It. I didn't feel like you had to see that. You knew what happened. Yeah, oh yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. We got to see the guitar upside the head. I yeah. I, I dug that too. So after the horn is blown or the whistle, whatever you want to call it, it it's back up there in the what would you call that? The uh, captain's. Would you call it the captain's log or whatever, like being up there? Yeah, I don't know. What, what Coordinates or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you, station. I'll just say captain station. There you go. <laughs> hey, that worked. But there's an admiral and uh, I guess that's his little uh, Gilligan. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I'm going to call him. <laughs> Gilligan. <laughs> his name's Jimmy. And he he asked Jimmy, he's like, Jimmy got any kids? Or how old's your boy now is what he says. And he's like 18 months. And he's like, man, cherish him, you know. That, mm -hmm. And just... Because you can tell that he feels bad to him and his son don't have a close relationship. Well, the Admiral walks off for a minute. And as Jimmy is sitting there steering the boat, we see Jason come up. And he's got like this big old spear. Bam. Sticks Jimmy right in the side. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know what it is about these people on this boat. <laughs> yeah. You would think that they've seen dead bodies on a regular basis with the way they react to a dead body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, all right. Dead bodies aside, when Jimmy gets stabbed, uh -huh. he makes no noise. Right. None. I think as he was falling, he goes, uh. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. But then after after that, the captain finally comes back, and he starts talking, and he you know sees a body laying on the ground, and he's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And he just walks over to the, Jimmy. Yeah. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> Like he'd seen dead bodies his whole life. Maybe. You, he, 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 everybody on that boat was a mortician. Right. Because they had all been used to dead bodies. Well, go ahead and finish the scene now. No. So the Admiral walks over there and he sees Jimmy. Go ahead. He just sees him and this is all it is. He sees him and he's like, Jimmy, no. And then out of nowhere you see Jason come up. And I, I did like this shot mm -hmm. because they did it in a slow motion. Yeah. I, I did like that that Jason just kind of slowly and it kind of just kind of almost like glitches mm -hmm. behind him. Comes up. The only thing I didn't like about this was he, he put his arm around his neck and he just slit his throat. Yeah. No blood. 
Yeah, until he raised his... No blood then. Right. I know what I'm saying, yeah. It, it literally, he cut his throat, he made the face, and his head tilted back, and you could see where his neck was opening up, and you could see red. Yeah. But no blood ne- whatsoever. Never squirted out or nothing. Never squirted out, never slowly ran out, nothing. Well, I know these films get edited big time, so yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if they had a better kill scene. It, it, they had to have. Yeah, because cause it's funny because as soon as he rears back and his neck starts to open, it cuts and all shows like the rain. Yeah. Like, so they tried to play it off, I maybe, guess. Maybe it was. I don't know, man. But Well, then here we finish this. Here it goes. Then uh, all of a sudden, uh, Rini and – is that her name, Rini? Mm-hmm. Rini and Sean walk, uh, go up there, and he sees his dad standing there. Like, Jason propped him up on the wheel, and he's like, oh, my gosh, Dad? <laughs> Like, his dad, like, you know, and then when he gets on the radio and calls everybody, which I get it, he was trying not to panic everybody, but he's like, everybody come up to the station, this is an emergency, but he's like, all calm, cool, collective, and they, like you said, all the students, the teachers get up there, and they're all like, oh my gosh. To me, it was some more of that script acting. Yeah. I was talking about with Shelley Duvall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It just seemed like as he was doing that scene, he was just reading it off script. Yeah, that, that... Just didn't sound right. And here's the thing. The guy, uh, Sean, mm-hmm. he is the second guy they picked. Because the first guy they picked, they filmed a few things, and he was so horrible acting that they fired him and picked Sean. <laughs> picked Sean. How bad was the no, first guy? I have to show you this guy. He's terrible. The, the original dude was worse. There ain't no way. No. If you watch the original guy, you'll think this Sean dude is the best actor ever. Like, it's it's funny. But yeah, you're gonna have to show me that one. All right, so they're all up there and they're around the dead bodies. And sure enough, the deckhand comes up and he warns them. He goes, uh, "This vessel is doomed." He said, "Jason Voorhees is alive." He goes, "But I didn't like this. Is the only part I didn't like." He goes, "You are the last. That's why he's back. You're the last. What? Right? Like, like he didn't. That didn't really explain anything. You're the last. You know." And all freaking Charles, the teacher or whatever, he's like, you get out of here. We know there's only one psycho mm-hmm. on this boat. He thinks he's the one killing them. Yeah, he tried to take them out right then. Yeah, he did. But I just didn't, I, that's the one thing I didn't like where, he, where the deck came was just like, you are the last. That's why he's back. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah, that was kind of, that yeah. was really cheesy. So now to, and this isn't my favorite death scene, but I really, I liked it because now Eva goes to Tamara's uh, room, and she's like, "Tamara, she's looking for her," and she sees that the door's been busted open in the bathroom. When she looks in, and there's Tamara's dead body laying there. Mm-hmm. Well, she starts flipping out, and she takes off in the hallway, and there's Jason just sitting there doing that heavy breathing, boy. She takes off. Jason starts chasing her. Well, she goes. She's looking for help, and she goes into like this little, I say like a lounge where they were like a dance floor and all yeah. that stuff. I personally, I like how the, it was shot. Now, granted, I didn't like that they made her go in and, like, she just kept spinning around looking, but I liked how the camera was doing. You see uh, what I'm saying? You know the first thing that popped in my head? What? When she walked in there? What? It's going to be another prom night fight. Prom night. Prom night. No. What do you think of Jason, how, like, he would be here, and then all of a sudden he's here? I was sitting there, I was like, Jason got a twin. <laughs> Because it was just like, she'd look over here and he'd be there and he'd look over by the other door and he'd be right there. Right. So I don't know if it was just supposed to, like, I don't know if it was supposed to symbolize her being dizzy. That or maybe she's high on coke. 
Did she did she ever take it? I bet she did. But anyway, so she's down there and she she gets in this like I said this lounge. Music's playing loud. It's all different colors, and she's looking around. And all of a sudden, she starts to go out this door. Well, Jason's there. Well, then she turns around and goes out this way, and Jason's standing mm-hmm. there again. He does it like three times. Finally, he comes up on her. He grabs her by her neck, both hands, and he picks her up off the floor and he's choking her. Dude, when he kills her, like when her arms drop, he just throws this poor woman down on the floor or on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's another thing on the special features, man. That stunt woman had to take it, man. I mean, he just chunked her down. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being the director and saying, "Hey, look." So this next scene, <laughs> you're gonna get thrown around like a rag doll. See that guy over there with the, you know, 24 inch forearms? He's gonna throw you on the ground. Right. Whew. You pay a lot of money. You had to pay me a lot right. of money. Throw me on the ground, choke slam me like that. <laughs> yeah. So. Now it cuts to all the guys, all the boys. They they all got weapons. They're like, pick your choice, you know. And yeah. Julius picks a shotgun. And I think it's a shotgun, wasn't it? Pace, huh? no, no, Tommy had a rifle, didn't he? No? Did Tommy have a shotgun? Who's Tommy? On, no, yeah, Tommy Jarvis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was it a rifle or a shotgun? Oh, I don't remember. I don't either. What you trying to say? They're paying homage? Yeah, I didn't see that blue jean jacket, though. No, no. <laughs> they got rid of that. But now all the boys have their own weapons. And it cuts to Wayne. He's looking for JJ. And he's mm-hmm. down there where she actually was, you know, her body was at. And he's he's looking for JJ. He can't find her. And all of a sudden, this pipe blows this hot steam out. And it gets right on his face. Well, it throws his glasses, and he's like, oh, crap. He's like, I'm in trouble. And you see it from his view. Everything's blurry. Well, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. somebody just jumps out in front of him. Man, he just, pow, he shoots that quick. Mm-hmm. Well, then he turns his camera on, and he's looking through the lens, and it, apparently he can see clear through the lens. And he sees that he just shot one of his classmates, like, right in the chest. Perfect shot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no. Like, he, you know. Mm-hmm. I did like this. As he's looking through the camera, it's you know it's black and white. All of a sudden, Jason's feet just comes into the play. He raises the camera up, and Jason knocks the camera out of his hand. Wayne just takes off running, and he trips. Well, what he tripped over was JJ's guitar, mm-hmm. and he looks over, and dude, her head split. Yes, I, I never noticed that till tonight. No. Her head is split, man, and he's like JJ, and he touches her face. But again, it was one of those. Wasn't shocked enough to see a dead body. Right, yeah. Like, he was yeah. just like, J.J. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, like Bill and Ted. Whoa, J.J. Yeah. But as he's as he's feeling around on her face, all of a sudden, boom, Jason grabs him and launches Wayne on his, what would you call that? Like a, a giant circuit board or something. Yeah, and it just, as soon as he hits, his pants catch on fire. Now, I did like that kill scene. I thought it, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And... Dude, it, it's shutting all the systems off. The alarms are going off. I mean, it, it's... I thought that was a pretty cool uh, kill scene, him getting pretty much burnt. Yeah, I thought that one. I thought they did a really good job on that one. Uh, now, here's another problem I had on the next... Oh, wait, another problem. But now we cut to another student. They never said his name. And he's outside in the rain. And I think he has a gun as well. No, he's got an axe. Oh, yeah. And he's coming down on the deck. Well, Jason's right behind him, and he can hear Jason. 
Dude, he swung, and you notice they did not cut the camera. Mm-hmm. He swung it hard toward Kane Hodder, and Kane just doom grabbed that axe. You know, one thing I've noticed about Kane Hodder, and this one particularly, is the size of this guy's forearms. Yeah, this yeah. dude is stout. Yeah, yeah, and they make sure his forearms are visible the whole time. Oh yeah, but he caught that axe in one shot. Mm-hmm. It looked it looked really good. I oh, dug that. Man. It did. It, did it felt really real. Good. I'll yeah, say that. Yeah, it felt like they were gonna be like, "All right, Kane, this guy's gonna swing on you." <laughs> yeah, you got to catch it. Uh-huh. Otherwise, this movie's gonna end very fast. <laughs> yeah, and, but also Kane's reaction when he caught it, he just it, chunked it. It looked like he was like seriously pissed. Yeah. Like I know you did not just throw this at you. Know what I'm saying? I loved it. He's like, "You swung a little too hard." <laughs> yeah. So. I, did, I dug that. So the kid takes off, like I said, they never say his name. And he starts running. And he starts running. Well, he starts climbing the pole. What is that called? Like the. Uh, it looked like he was going up to the crow's nest. Crow's nest. There you yeah. go. Thank you. He's going up to uh, the crow's nest. And all of a sudden, Jason just pops up behind him and launches him off. And you can tell he hit hard. Well, as soon as he hits, Julius comes around and Julius puts, a, puts the gun up to see that. His friend is like on this spike, and his his body is bent. It, mm-hmm. I thought that looked pretty good, yeah, but once again, no blood. No blood. Not new. Nothing. No blood. <sighs> it's almost like some of the kill scenes are while they're good kills, mm-hmm. they're not realistic. Like I mean, as realistic as you can be. I mean, right. You know, if you cut somebody's throat the way he cut the captain's throat. Oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna be blood all over the place. Right. Well, and I thought this part was funny because as soon as Julius sees that his friend's there dead, Jason just comes up and grabs him behind and just throws him over the boat. Yeah. So, Julius, yeah. Julius is like, all right. <laughs> you know, going swimming. Right? And then, and then, to me, this part right here didn't really match up. When we cut back to Rini, she runs to her room. And I don't, she, is she still looking for the dog? Is that what she's doing? But she runs back to her room, and out of nowhere, she sees the deformed Jason. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's seen it in her mind. The little kid's just sitting there shaking. And the real Jason actually busts through because she's against the wall, busts through her window and is choking her. And she gets a piece. What'd she get? Uh, a piece of glass. I don't know. It looks like a letter opener. Oh, no. That's what she did. She had her little letter yeah. opener thing. Well, it's actually a pen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she sticks it in Jason's eye. And then she takes off running. Well, Jason pulls it out of his eye, and some goo comes out. It looked like blood mixed with murky water mixed with uh, sludge. It was nasty. Nasty. And now Sean's telling everybody, get to the lifeboat. we got to get to the lifeboat. And see, even like Charles is being a douchebag. He's like, why should we listen to you? Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, I would, I'd be like, okay, fine, you stay here and do, deal with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'd have left him. So... They start getting into lifeboat. They're they're lowering down, and Jason's actually on the deck watching them. Well, out of nowhere, Julius pops up out of the water, and they, he scares them half to death. How they, long was he in the water for? I, I don't know. For a hot minute. He was. But He's holding his breath a long time. No, you lose laying your back, and you'll float. No, no, no. He came up out of the water. <laughs> he came underneath the water. Anyway, he pops up. They get him in the boat, and... You know, he, he starts coughing up the water, but he's good to go. And then they just start rowing. They rowing, buddy. They rowing down the river. Well, finally, like, it cuts through. The, the storm's over, and they got life jackets on. And 
Julius and Sean are sitting there rowing. And, of course, Charles is like uh, something about, would you give up with that thing? He's got something in his hand. I don't remember what it was. He was trying to get to work. But he's oh. just he's running his mouth to Sean the whole time. It was the navigator, the yeah. the thing that his dad gave him. Yep. Earlier. And he's just like, way to get us out here is get us stuck. You know, he's just being a prick. Well, Julius tells him he's like, Look, man, if I can make it, you can make it, you know. Julius is actually a pretty good guy. Yeah. Well, now it shows everything's calm, it's dark, everybody's asleep, and all of a sudden Julius wakes up and he's like, Man, man, look, we did it. And it shows the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, we made it to New York. And he's all thrilled, happy. And they're all, now they're all happy. Mm-hmm. So, think, they think they're free. So they finally arrived in New York and it shows them getting off. And this, oh, this pissed me off when I seen this. They're all getting up and they're like, and the female teacher, I can't remember her name now. Uh, let me see what her name was. Colin. Miss Colin, she goes, surely there's a phone around here. And then Charles looks over at Sean and is like, yeah, great spot for parking the boat or something like that. And I'm just like, dang, dude. Charles a douche. Yeah. So they walk off, and out of nowhere, Jason pops up out of the water. And this is my favorite scene of the whole movie. <laughs> <clears throat> and the first time I ever met Jit Kane Hodder was in St. Louis. I got him to sign not only a hockey mask, but I got him to sign this photo of Jason standing in front of that billboard. That it was so awesome. cool. But anyway, Jason gets out of the water... And Jason starts walking, and he does the Michael Myers trick. He turns that head to the side, uh-huh. and you're like, what's he looking at? I noticed that. That is, Yeah, see, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. And it cuts to, it's a hockey team, representing a hockey team, and it looks just like Jason. And Jason spins and turns and looks at the camera, so you got Jason's real face, then you got the billboard, billboard behind him. I love that. Yeah, that was that was a good shot. Yeah. I like that one. So whoever whoever thought of that, I really dug that. That was cool. So now they're all walking, and out of nowhere, a couple gangbangers show up. Thugs. Yes. And they're robbing them pretty much. It's the same ones, actually, that... That's one thing I was going to point out. I'm, I'm glad, glad I remembered that. They did pretty much a premonition in the uh, credits. Everything that happened at the end of the movie, they showed at the beginning. Oh, with the diner and... They showed the diner. They showed the barrel with the rat in it, because the rat popped up alive mm-hmm. in it. They showed uh, the two thugs mugging that guy and taking his money. And then they showed that chick shooting up. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yep. I never even thought about that. And this is the first time I ever noticed it, too. Because as we was watching the credits, because I always fast forward the credits, wow. I was like, holy crap. I was like, that's, that's pretty neat. But I didn't want to say anything yet to you, but. That's crazy. So anyway, as they're robbing, uh, I'm just going to call them the gang. Yeah. As they're robbing them, um, one of the guys, he says, uh. He takes, what's he take? Oh, he takes her Statue of Liberty necklace yeah. off of her. And, of course, Sean starts to step up, and he's like, you son of a... And he's like, go ahead, be, be a hero. Be a hero. And he's got a gun. <clears throat> One of them's got a gun to Julius's head, and, and the other guy, a little Mexican guy, has got the gun to uh, Rini's head. Mm-hmm. And he looks at her, and he goes, come on, you're going to come with us. So they take her off, and they tell him, you follow us, we're going to kill her. Mm-hmm. So they take off, they take her down there, and when they finally get her to, that he called it home sweet, you know, like home sweet home. It's just a couch and a chair out in the alley. Yeah. Mexican guy throws her down and he shoots her up and getting her high. And he's like, it'd be better, you know, right. if it's high. Well, she starts to put up a fight and he's like, look, we can either do this the easy way or the hard way. Well, she's kind of dozing in and out already. And 
the other gangbanger, the white dude, he gets up to go. He's like, what's he say? He's going to go get food or alcohol. He, he's going to get something. Yeah, I don't remember what he said. He's going to grab. But as he goes to take off, all of a sudden Jason pops up. And you see the needle, the syringe that he, you know, shot uh, Rini up. Mm-hmm. Dude, he slams it in this dude's back. Through the dude. But, yeah, that's to say all the way to the dude's chest. So as he's killing him, here comes the white guy, which kills me because he comes around. He's like, forgot my wallet, Holmes. <laughs> I was like, wow, no, no, no. He sees Jason, and Jason just throws that dude's body on top of her. So she's mm-hmm. having trouble getting him off. She's already feeling the effects of the drugs. Mm-hmm. And the white gangbanger looks at Jason, and he's like, who the F are you? And he just starts shooting. Dude, he shoots him, what, six times? He unloads on him. And every time he does, he steps closer and closer to him. Makes no sense. No. If I unload a gun into somebody and they don't go down, I'm running the other way. So Jason grabs him, takes his head, and breaks a pop with his head. And steam comes out. I was like, yeah. Not just a regular pipe, neither. This no. was one of them industrial pipes. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it wasn't a gory one, but it, it was a, that was oh, a violent oh, oh, headshot. That, that was rough. So... Now, this is one of my favorite scenes of the movie. It shows Julius. He's runs into the phone booth, and he's calling 911. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, uh, as he killed the gangbangers, Jason did, uh, Rini got up and took off running. Yeah. So, Julius is in the phone booth, and he calls 911. He's like, uh, I need the police. As soon as he starts talking about uh, there's a killer chasing us, Jason just busts through the glass. Julius takes off. And he pulls the white girl thing. Instead of just running out somewhere, he goes up. He goes up on top of this roof and gets up there and he looks around. Well, here comes Jason crawling up, or coming up the ladder. So now they're on the roof. And I love it because Julius is trying to get himself sucked up. He's like, all right, feet steady. Feet. Like, you know, combos, he, combos. Yeah, combos. combos. <laughs> what made this scene to me even better is knowing the. If you watch special features, that Julius was really the guy playing Julius yeah. was really punching Kane Hodder, and that was really his knuckles being bloody from hitting that hockey mask. That's crazy. Yeah, that that, that made me respect the scene more. What does that say about Kane Hodder, though? If Kane, Kane Hodder, that? yeah, if Kane Hodder sit there and told him, he's like, "Look, lay it into me." Right. I mean, you got to think he had the hockey mask on. Right. He had the the, the latex, the latex, the cowl, and stuff like that. Right. So he he probably had quite a bit of padding. But still, the latex is only around his face like right here because, you know, half the time it's really Kane's face, though. Yeah. But still, I mean, just to be able to take it. But I'm starting to wonder if those staggers were real. I, I don't know, <laughs> man. But dude, Julius starts unloading. on, And I liked that because it was like somebody gave him a fight. He's like, I'm fed up with running. Yeah. We, we throwing hands. So Julius, boy, he going. I mean, he's just – I'm going to say he at least hit him, what do you think, 20, oh, dude. 30 times? A couple dozen Nell and Jason, he's giving them uh, shots to the face, right, left hooks, and then he's even hitting them in the gut over and over. Well, finally, he's moved him all the way across this roof. Yeah. They get to the end of the roof, and, man, he's trying. And now he's just wore out. His knuckles are all busted up. They're bleeding. He takes a couple swings, and he misses. He's so wore out. And then he just raises up, and, you know, he looks at Jason. And he goes, take your best, take your best shot, mother effer. Mm-hmm. Dude, Jason. Jason grabs him by his left hand, rears that right hand, bam, right hook, knocks Julius's head off. Right into a dumpster. And I love that his head flies off, and then uh, you see through Julius's dead eyes that his head is spinning, yeah. and then he lands in that dumpster. I thought that was cool. Dude, what I like about that whole scene 
was how they showed the progression of him fighting. When he started off, yeah, you know, Jason was taking them shots and he was staggering big right. time. And the farther he got, you could tell he was getting tired. Mm-hmm. And the less Jason would stagger until the very end, the last couple of punches that landed, he was just moving his head barely. Yeah, you, know, you could tell that they didn't have nothing behind them. Jason just stood there like, mm-hmm. okay, like, is it my turn yet? But I like the fact that Jason let him do it. Yeah, because you know Jason could stop him any time, but Jason oh, was yeah. just like, all right, get it all out of your system, bud. Go ahead, die tired. So. Now, Sean finally finds uh, Rini in the uh, – she's in an alley. Mm-hmm. He finds her and <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Um, they end up finding oh, – what's his name? Charles and Colleen. Mm-hmm. They finally find him, and they actually have a police officer with them. So they're all back together, all four of them. Now the cop's with them, and the cop puts him in the car – and they're like, we got to find Julius. And as soon as the cop opens his door, there's Julius's head in the cop car. And Jason grabs the cop, kills him. They hop, uh, she hops up front. Uh, what's her name? Rennie does. Mm-hmm. And she sees Jason in the middle of the road and she just, or the alley. And she just starts flying toward him. You can totally tell that's not Kane Hodder. Oh, that yeah. is the one and only Ken Kersinger playing the stunt man. Runs over uh, Jason. Jason flips over the hood. And as she's driving, now she sees almost the entire... It's little Jason, but he is completely deformed now. Yeah. And she don't even try to stop, does she? She just keeps on going, don't she? Mm, I think so, yeah. But the drugs is also getting her, too. Right. <clears throat> so she has a wreck because she hits the end of the alley because she's so focused on little Jason being there. Well, as they're all getting out of the car, they're like, where's Colleen at? And she's still in the car, and the cop car explodes. Can't believe they left her in the car. Yeah, they just kind of, like, killed her. Well, Rini is looking at this water, and she sees, like, I don't know what, why all of a sudden now the flashback happened. Just Mm -hmm. because she was looking at this little puddle of water with fire around it. But now we see the flashback of her when she's little, and she's with her Uncle Charles. And they're in the middle of the lake. And he's like, you know, you've been coming here every year. And he goes, and you've never once learned how to swim. And she goes, well, I'll, I'll take lessons and I'll come back next year. And he goes, that's what you said last year. Yeah. And he goes, you don't want to drown like that little uh, Voorhees boy. And he goes, uh, he's right down he's right down there. He's still in, at the bottom of the lake. And she's like, you're lying. And he goes, let's find out. And he just shoves her in, which is a douchebag move. Dude, dude's a douche in the yeah. whole movie. And she's sitting there, and she's like, I can't do it. And he goes, yes, you can. And I get what he's doing. He's trying to encourage her. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you see her eyes get big, and she gets pulled down, and there is the full dif- disformed Jason pulling her down. Yeah. So, um, anyway, then she snaps back, and now it's back to them now. And she looks over at Charles, and she's like, you shoved me in the lake. And you can hear, oh, Sean, he's like, you son of a, you know what? Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, I was just, I saved your life. And he, sh- and Sean shoves Charles and sh- he says, you just stay away from her. Well, they take off and all of a sudden Kane's head, Kane, good Lord. I mean, technically. Yeah. Jason's head whips over because he's still laying there unconscious from getting ran over. Yeah. He gets up and Charles sees him coming and he's like, it's, it's you. It's not possible. And he takes off running. I like this scene too. Charles goes into this building and the camera never shows Jason going in the building. 
but the camera pans up to the second story, and all of a sudden Charles gets thrown out the window, and then there's Kane, er, golly, I keep saying Kane Hunter. Then there's Jason looking out the window. Jason goes back down. Go ahead. You better say something. No, I, I, I knew something was up because it never showed Jason following him. Uh-huh. But then the way they did the shot to that second floor, I was like, he's fixing to come out that window. Yeah. I know. He's fixing to come flying out and that window. And he landed stuff yeah. first on that uh, concrete. Yeah, he did. Jason gets down there, and he picks him up over his shoulder. And it, it just disgusts him, man, because there's a big barrel. It's got, like, all this slime, toxic, toxic stuff in there. Green. It's got a dead rat in it. Yeah, and... Charles is begging. He's like, please, I'm begging you. And he just shoves him down. Once again, here's why I like Kane Hodder. The way Kane was holding his legs is just making it look like this dude was putting a fight up. Yeah. And then when, when he dies, because he drowns him in this barrel, Kane takes his legs and just throws him against the wall. <laughs> That's Kane Hodder. I love that. Yeah. But there's that, that beast, that viciousness of him. <laughs> well, now it cuts to Sean and Renee. I keep wanting to say Renee. Renee, and they're in an alley. And... She says, you know, now she finally says it, it reminds me of when my mom and dad died, when I mm-hmm. got the phone call that they died in a car wreck. So we, now we know what happened to her mom and dad. And, of course, they kiss. And she and he says, uh, or she says, I feel like everybody I get close to, I lose. Or I care about. And he's like, well, you're not going to lose me. And right when you think about to have this great moment, boom, Jason buses, open, or buses through the alley. And they get up and take off running. And now this is where they're actually going, like through the subway, yep. all this stuff, trying to get trying to get away from Jason. They get on the subway cart. They think they're good. Well, then she looks over and sees Jason, and Jason, there he is. He's like a viper boy. He's just looking like, where you at? Where you at? This is the one time I thought the head movement was cool because I didn't really notice it until you said it. It did just kind of the way he moved. It just kind of like moved like a snake. Yeah, I loved it, man. That was that was cool. Well, he finally spots them, and he starts chasing them. So they're running through these carts, and they're screaming, but, man, it's New York. And they're just like, yeah. they see this all the time. There you go. Oh, yeah, it's another Tuesday night. And there's one part where Jason's walking, and there's this woman hanging onto the pole, and he just shoves her down. Knocks her down. She starts crying. And right when, before he gets up to Sean and uh, Rini, uh, Sean pulls the cord, and it throws Jason back. And, dude, Jason hops up like, you sons of, like, he did. <laughs> I was like, I know you just didn't knock me to the ground. Right. So they get out the back door, and as Jason gets to the end of the uh, cart, as he's stepping down, Sean jumps on him, and I don't know what he landed on. He landed on the rail ties, but something electrocuted Jason. The third rail. Oh, is that what he did? Third rail is always, like, powered. Okay. So Jason landed on that, and it's electrocuting uh, Jason. Well, of course, Sean and uh, Rennie think that, okay, he's dead. So, it cuts to now. We just see the sign that says Subway, and it shows Sean and Rini getting up, walking up the subway, which there was no steps there. They were just hunkered down. It, it looked like an escalator after you said that. It looked good, though. The camera's panning around. Now they're actually shooting the film in New York, and it's showing Times Square. And I love how it's got Tim Burton's Batman signal mm-hmm. up there, symbol. And they're sitting there walking. And like I said, the music's calm. You think, okay, which, you know, the fans know he ain't dead. Should get the credits any minute now. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, she turns around, they're holding hands. She turns around and sees Jason, and he's just sitting there doing that heavy breathing, watching him. But I love the shot when Kane really, or not, God, when Jason knows where he's at, and he's looking around, and that head's whipping. Mm -hmm. He's, like, looking at all the lights. Well, they start taking off running, and uh, my wife pointed this out. When they come up from the subway, there's a dude in a trench coat with no pants on. 
Yeah, I never noticed that. Yeah, and then he's like, kind of like looking around like he's really sketchy. I'm kind of like her. I think he was getting ready to flash some people. I wonder he if had he, it, he had his hands in his pockets like he was getting ready to. But I wonder if he was part of the movie or if he was just or what. Man, I would hope so. But anyway, they're taking off running and they run past these. I'm gonna call them kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're probably sixteen to eighteen. They're sitting there listening to the boombox. <laughs> and they run around, and Jason walks up and just kicks it and breaks the boombox. One of the kids gets up with his little switchblade knife, and he's like, you're dead meat, slime bag. And he flips it over, and all Jason does is turn around and just raises the mask up, and they're like, yo, man, it's cool, man, it's cool. And they take off running, so you don't see his face yet. So Jason starts chasing them again, and now they get into a diner. And they're like, we need to use your phone. Please let us use your phone. And the waitress is like, it's in the back. And they start to go back to her and she's like, but it don't work. <laughs> and they're like, please, we're ha- uh, I can't remember how they say it. It's something about there's a, a maniac on the loose and he's trying to kill us. And she just goes, welcome to New York. <laughs> Dang. Jason busts through the window and here comes the cook, who is Ken Kersinger, yeah. who will play Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. He walks up to uh, Jason. Jason grabs him and just launches him over the counter, and he hits the glass, the glass mirror, and falls over. So, as Jason runs through this diner, he sees um, Sean and Rini, and they're getting down in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're in the sewer. They're under New York. They're running through because they don't know where they're going. Right. Well, all of a sudden they run into this worker, and he's like, "What are you kids doing down here?" And they're like, please, we need your help. We can't, we, we got to get out of here. And he's like, yeah. He goes, every night at midnight, toxic, they clean this out with toxic waste. Mm-hmm. And he goes, we got less than 10 minutes. So they, he knows the way out. So he's like, follow me. So it, they're all walking, just all calm, cool, and collective to, you know, the exit. And out of nowhere, Jason comes from the side. He, he hits the worker that hits Sean, right? Yeah. And then Sean hits his head on the pipe and falls mm-hmm. over. So Sean's knocked out. What do you think of this kill scene with the worker? Where it's the shadow? I thought it was cool. Um, I thought the blood looked weird. The blood splatter. Did you? I thought it looked weird. And, and, and it might have been just the timing of it. Because it's like the shadow swung, hit his head. One, two, blood. <laughs> right. I don't know. It was just it was weird. I, 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 I like the shadow kill, though. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. Yeah, so he hits him with the, I think it was a wrench. Mm-hmm. Big pipe wrench. Well, he goes, Jason goes over to Sean to kill Sean with the same thing, and she shines a flashlight in his face, and Jason looks over at him. She goes, you didn't get me in the lake, and you're not going to get me now. Well, she takes off running, and Jason starts following her. He just kind of left Sean there. Well, she gets around a corner, and she sees this little bucket, and it's got toxic waste in it. Is that what it was? Yeah. She starts getting it open. Jason comes around the corner. She, here's your favorite part. She throws a toxic waste in Jason's face, and, dude, he starts hollering. He rips the Jason mask off and shows his great makeup effects. His mm. face is melting. And I love it because Jason's like, oh, like he's flipping out, dude. Go ahead. Jason is a zombie. Mm-hmm. That sh- it, it wouldn't have hurt him. As a zombie... It would have been nothing. That, it would have been no pain. He got stabbed in the eye and didn't make a sound. Yeah, but it's toxic waste that's melting his face. Anyway, I like that scene. She Her reaction is perfect because when she sees his face melting, 
her eyes get big. She just takes off running. She screams. And Jason is now staggering and bumping into the walls. I like that. I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't like the mask coming off. Yeah. Or necessarily the makeup. But I did like his staggering down that little corridor. Like he was finally yeah, hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, she goes and she wakes up Sean. And she's like, come on. We got to get out of here. Come on. And she finally wakes him up. Well, they go up to the exit, but they can't get the gate open. You know, like the latch on the top. Mm -hmm. Well, here comes Jason. I don't know where he grabs her. She starts kicking him, and all of a sudden, you you see the lights start swinging back and forth, so you know some water is coming or something. Well, I don't know where you see the toxic stuff coming down. The toxic what do you call that? Toxic sewage? Is that what it's coming through? I, I think it's like like uh, sewage waste. Okay. I think that's what was it cleaning is. it out. But yeah, that, I'm I'm sure it was probably some acid. But it's coming around, and you, and Jason starts going, "Mommy, don't let it, uh, don't let me drown." And all of a sudden, water just starts pouring out of Jason's mouth. Fun fact that I read on that. What's that? Is he puked on command? After, oh, really? After drinking a ton of water for that scene. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that, and it was like, yeah, that looked good. Yeah, uh, Kane Hodder did that. Yeah, dang, that's cool. So here comes the toxic stuff, and it gets all, all over Jason. And, you know, they're up there. They're hanging on. Sean and Rini, they're up there hanging on. Well, all of a sudden, Jason pops up, and his face is falling apart. I did like that. Yeah. You know, the toxic's just taking over. And finally, after everything starts calming down, there's little Jason. He's back to normal, laying there. So you got a kid in his underwear laying there in this water. They get out of the sewer, they're walking, and all of a sudden, you know, they're looking at New York, you can see the sun starting to come up, and all of a sudden you see something come around the corner, and boom, it's their dog. All of a sudden the music starts playing. The dog lived. The dog lived, and the end. And that was the end of Jason Takes Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So, who want, you, you want to do it first, you want me to do it first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I didn't know what to think. When I picked this one, I picked... When, when you asked me what I, which movie I wanted to do, I wanted to pick one I'd never seen. And I didn't know a whole lot about. Right. So when I was a kid, I always thought when my parents would say, well, Jason Goes to Manhattan is what they would say. I thought they didn't want me to say Jason Goes to Hell. So I thought Jason Goes to Hell and Jason Goes to Manhattan were the same movie. Right. They were just changing the name so I could say the name of the movie. Right. <clears throat> so I didn't know when I was a kid that it was two different movies. So when I actually realized it was two different movies, I'd, I'd never watched it. So I thought, let's let's do one that I've never watched. Did not know Kane Hodder was in it mm. until you had said something about it. So I thought, okay, the only Kane Hodder experience I had was Jason Goes to Hell. And it was not a good one. <laughs> um... So I was worried. I will say this one was ten times better than Jason Goes to Hell. Right. The acting was, you know, and in some spots it was it was bad. Right. The the biggest downfall in acting was everybody's reactions to seeing a dead body. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. There wasn't one dead body that was found by somebody that they acted like they seen a dead body. Right. <clears throat> um most of I thought most of the kill scenes were really well done mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, I don't. I can't think of one kill scene that I just thought was kind of. Yeah, it could have been better. Or something. Yeah, it could have yeah. been better. Yeah. Um, it, I didn't really pay attention to the music in this one. 
like the score. I, 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 it wasn't like I've heard. I've seen it so many times. I just well, I, to me, I'm taking it as it didn't stand out enough for me to notice. Right, right. Um, even in the like freaky parts when Jason would just pop up or stuff like that, I didn't, I didn't notice. But I did. I, I will say that this gave me a completely new perspective on Kane Hodder as Jason. Good deal. Um, I still think King Kirschinger is a little bit better, just because I like that towering, right. you know, calm. But I, 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 I definitely give Kane Hodder props on this one for sure. Um, pulling scale, pulling scale, pulling scale. Um, so we got what thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, thumbs down. Are we doing thumbs in the middle? Yeah, and uh, then you grade it. Yeah. I- I'm going to give it thumbs in the middle. Okay. If you're a big fan of Friday the 13th, I, I recommend you watch it. If you just watch Friday the 13th because it's Friday the 13th, you like scary movies, somebody said something about it, eh, you know, maybe maybe not so much. Right. Um, rating, I'm, I'm going to give it a B. Okay. I'm going to give it a B rating. I mean, it wasn't one of those... Movies that just stood out, but then it wasn't so bad where I just thought it was just terrible. Like, Jason right. goes to hell, you know? Um, like I said, most of the kill scenes I liked. The The biggest downfall for me was the acting in certain spots, and it was mainly the death scenes or the, the dead body finds. Mm-hmm. And then the mask, when they took the mask off. Right. That didn't, didn't like them taking the mask off. Alrighty, so I mean, is that all you got? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, so I've always liked this film, but it never was my favorite. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite Kane Hodder version. Yeah. Like the look, but um, the things I I'm gonna go with the things that took me out of it was a couple of the acting, mm-hmm. like I said, or like you said. I mean, they all were never surprised when they saw a dead body. I did not like, like the backstory of the girl. No. Okay. To me, it, it to me it was like all the other ones didn't exist. Because how old was she when Jason was still underneath that water? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. Uh, she shouldn't have saw Jason as a little kid. I mean, she wasn't back in those days. You know what I'm saying? Right. Plus, if you watch the other films, Jason didn't die. He got out of the water. So why is he just chilling in the water? Right. I did not like that. Um, there was something else, too. Um, it wasn't... Oh. The backstory on her, I didn't care about the mom and dad. They didn't make me care enough about that. Yeah, they didn't play a big enough role. Right. Like, okay, that's her uncle. Okay, boo-hoo. Right. Like you said, uh, the music really didn't stick out to me, but the acting I didn't care for. But now, as far as what I liked about it, Jason's look, like always, I love Jay- I love this look of Jason. This is my favorite one. Um, the kill scenes, I liked almost every one of the kill scenes. Got to go back to one more thing. I did not like about the film. I did not like about the little boy. That ruined yeah. it. Yeah. I hated seeing Jason with hair. Then he was, did not like any of that at all. Right. 
they were trying to make him deteriorate or whatever. I guess that's the way they did it. Did not like that at all. Yeah, I didn't care for that either. And then another another problem. How did Camp Crystal Lake go into this big, huge water where now you can, oh, I, I can be swimming in Camp Crystal Lake, but now I can go all the way to New York. Yeah. Did not like that. See, I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Uh, but I, I do enjoy the film. I do enjoy it. Uh, I'll recommend the film just because it's different from all the Friday the 13th films. It's not at Camp Crystal Lake. It's not them killing counselors and stuff like that. Right. That's what I liked about it. <clears throat> yeah. People were pissed off because they didn't have the budget to do the whole movie in Manhattan. But I thought what they did in Manhattan, they made it count. But they originally were going to do scenes at Madison Square Garden and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, make a long story short, on my pulling scale, um, I give it a thumbs in the middle. If you want to see a different Jason film, I highly recommend this film. If you're watching it just to be watching, if you if you like the old school Camp Crystal Lake, the slasher, then watch the other ones. Don't watch this one. And I'm going to score it a B. Just because... Um, just because it was different. And the majority of it, and I'm not going to lie to you, Honestly, I'd probably give it a C plus, but Jason's look made it for me. Right. So I see. So we even. Yeah. So I'm gonna say a B. Right thumbs in the middle. But if it wasn't for Jason's look and Kane playing Jason, it'd get a C plus. I'm not gonna lie. So. Right. On. Anyway, so yes, I do recommend it if you want a different Friday the Thirteenth film. Right. If you're wanting to watch the Camp Crystal Lake campers counselors all that then watch the other ones <laughs> well see you saying that about the manhattan got me thinking that's one of the things that i remember thinking when i was watching it mm-hmm. is this is jason takes manhattan and he's in manhattan for five minutes exactly you know so i mean that is kind of kind of off-putting right so yeah and like i said and i didn't like the whole we're at camp we're at a camp mm-hmm. camp crystal lake but the water goes all the way into the manhattan water right. and all, you know what i'm saying i don't yeah. know what, ri- what river that is ocean whatever i never thought about that yeah that is kind of weird so and it wasn't just a little boat neither it was a big old ship yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying so there, there there's a, there's definitely a lot of flaws in this film right but i felt like they did the best they could with the budget they had right on so for sure Anyway, that's our review of Jason, or Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, of course, we weren't going to do this episode, but once we figured out, hey, it's Friday the 13th. So y'all might as well get used to that. Every Friday the 13th that comes around, we're going to do a Friday the 13th film there's until gonna, we run out. Yeah, there's going to be one. And later today, you will also be getting another episode, and because it's celebrating Alfred Hitchcock's birthday, and it'll be The Birds. The Birds. So, with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed this special episode. That's what I'm going to call it, special episode, because you're getting two in one day. Yeah. So, with that being said, we're fixing to sign off. Uh, everybody, just remember to tell your friends and family about us. Uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast from. We're on Facebook. And we're on Instagram at, at Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And then on Twitter, we're Small T Horror Pod. So be sure to check us out and 
With that being said, remember to always stay scared. And stay spooky.